0: This is Dr. Dave, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about your ultimate reality check. Prayer is the ultimate reality check. You can fool some of the people some of the time. You can fool yourself some of the time, but you can never fool God. Prayer is a place you go to find out how you're doing. If you're getting into trouble, you can probably get straightened out during prayer. You bring many problems on yourself. So many mistakes seem like a good idea at the time. A scripture says, there is a way that seems right unto a man, but the ends thereof are death. These words summarize the disasters of countless lives. When your hormones are talking, there's a way that seems right unto a man. When you're consumed by greed, there is a way that seems right unto a man. When you want something that you can't afford, There is a way that seems right unto a man. The way that seems right gets you into trouble again and again. You need a periodic reality check if you want to avoid the way that seems right. And prayer is that reality check. Prayer clarifies your vision. Prayer isn't asking for a miracle or trying to make your problems disappear. You pray to discover the way things actually are so that you don't fool yourself and follow the way that seems right but ends in disaster. Go out in a boat and toss a line to shore. After the line is made fast to shore, pull on the line. When you do this, you don't pull the shore to the boat. Instead, you pull the boat to shore. And that's the way it works with prayer. When you pull on the rope that connects you to God, you don't pull God to your way of doing things, you pull yourself to His way of doing things. Prayer is the way that you align yourself with God's program for your life. Most of the time when people pray, they ask God to help them escape from trouble or to get something that they want. While there's nothing wrong with praying when you're in difficulty, You'd be better off if you would pray in a manner that would prevent you from getting in difficulty in the first place. Prayer keeps you from taking the way that seems right, but that ends in misery. Once you're in trouble, prayer won't change God. However, prayer will change you. When you stop trying to make God solve your problems and get on with the business of finding out what He wants you to do about them, you've discovered what prayer is all about. The purpose of prayer isn't to change God, it's to change you. You need to pray until you've done an ultimate reality check and find out where you are and where you need to be going. You don't need to get God aligned with your program for life. You need to get yourself aligned with His program. Spirituality is a personal matter. God has an agenda and direction for your life that no one else knows. Nobody can talk to God and find out His plan for you. That is your unique privilege, and it forms the core of your life's adventure with God. Some people carry an enormous burden of false beliefs about themselves and about their unlimited potential for excellence. They continually focus on their limitations rather than on their possibilities. Prayer helps them detect and eliminate harmful false beliefs. They step higher and run faster without those burdens. They discover the truth that sets them free. Prayer must have been supremely important to Jesus because he spent so many nights in prayer. The record shows that Jesus went into the desert to pray. He didn't spend his nights praying in the synagogue, nor did he hold long public prayer meetings. Most of his public prayers are exceedingly short and to the point. Most of his private prayer sessions are long and the subjects of the prayer are unknown. Jesus would go into the desert and spend the night in prayer. Although we don't know if he prayed for the entire night, we do know that when he came out of the desert he was full of wisdom and power. The desert is a superb location for prayer. There is no noise from the streets and no distractions from the activities of daily life. No one is around to observe what you're doing, so there's no affectation or role-playing. You don't need to impress anyone with how well you pray or how spiritual you are. You don't need to adopt any special vocabulary. The desert is an area of unadorned natural beauty without distractions. It's a place where you stop trying to fool others and stop trying to fool yourself. You are one-on-one with God and you have an ultimate reality check. The silence in the desert lends itself to meditation and communion with God. For people who live in developed countries, it's difficult to find a location without distractions where you can do your ultimate reality check. When you are in your house in familiar surroundings, your mind easily turns in the direction of everything that you have in your life. All of your accumulations and accomplishments are within an easy arm's reach. When so many things surround you, You may start asking God for more things rather than for clear vision and spiritual direction. It's easy for your prayers to degenerate into a wish list which only clouds your vision further. The stark austerity of the desert separates you from all the things that complicate your life. You don't need more things. You need to clarify your vision and find out where your beliefs and actions are taking you. You need an ultimate reality check. Near the end of his life, Jesus prayed outdoors in the Garden of Gethsemane while his disciples slept. Jesus had great inner turmoil, and the Bible says that his soul was in great travail. He prayed about his options as he was facing the most painful challenge of his life. One option was life, and the other was death by crucifixion he understood that he was approaching the point of no return in his mission on planet Earth. If he continued on his present course, he would die by crucifixion. It was still possible for him to back away from this terrifying experience. Clearly, he didn't want to die. Matthew recorded his words. Jesus said, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Then Jesus prayed. My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. A second time he prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. A third time he prayed the same thing. Jesus' prayer has much to teach us about the ultimate reality check, especially when everything is hanging in the balance. The first time Jesus prayed, he asked God what was possible. In the second prayer, he asked God what was impossible. The third prayer was a reality check to be 100% sure that he understood the message. Our prayer life would be better if we would pray in the same way we need to ask God what is possible and bring our life into conformity with His master plan. Then we need to ask what is impossible to make sure that we're not heading in the wrong direction. Finally, we need to ask one more time just to make sure we understood the message and that we're not fooling ourselves into believing that our wishful thinking is actually God's will for our life. After Jesus did His ultimate reality check, He knew beyond all shadow of a doubt that he must walk the painful path to Mount Calvary. Crucifixion was the only way. When Jesus died, he paid the ultimate price and proved to the world that God holds nothing back. God will go to any length to redeem his creation. His love is eternal and unconditional. Death isn't a trivial event, and death by crucifixion is agonizing. It's not like slipping away in your sleep at 80 years of age in a retirement home on the Sea of Galilee. Jesus could have had a long career teaching people about God's love. Instead, he chose to prove God's love by dying on the cross. He could have established a school and taught his students everything they need to know about spirituality. Instead, he showed them what it means to live as a child of God. He could have written books that would propagate his message of love. Instead. He lived the message of love. I would have chosen any of these options before choosing death by crucifixion. I probably would not have even prayed about such a choice. The path would be so obvious to me. The way that would seem right and desirable to me wasn't the path that Jesus took after he finished his reality check with God. Jesus had to know beyond all shadow of a doubt that he was not committing suicide and engaging in a self-destructive delusion. Prayer clarifies vision when it's time for the ultimate reality check. Jesus clarified his vision using prayer, and then he willingly trod the path of pain once he knew what he had to do. When you become spiritually mature, you will no longer attempt to use prayer to get things or to manipulate God so that he will make your life into what you want it to be. Instead, prayer becomes your ultimate reality check that clarifies your vision and introduces you to God's program for your life. God is more than willing to show you His master plan. When you see and understand His plan, you discover it's better than anything you could have imagined. It will be good for you, it will be perfect for the type of person you are, and it will be acceptable to you. It will be awesome to live a life that was custom-designed by God just for you. Not only that, God will be your navigator to keep you on the right course and he will give you the power to make the trip. The winds of his love will fill your sails and give you the power to sail on the ocean of your dreams. It doesn't get any better than that. Stop trying to fool others and stop trying to fool yourself. Use prayer as your ultimate reality check and align yourself with the exciting future that God has planned for you. Now I want to give you an affirmation that will help you do your ultimate reality check. Prayer is my ultimate reality check. I can fool some of the people some of the time. I can fool myself some of the time. But I cannot fool God. Prayer is the place I go to find out how I'm doing. If I'm getting into trouble, I can probably get straightened out in prayer. If I pull on a long rope that connects a boat to the shore, I don't pull the shore to the boat. Instead, I pull the boat to shore. And that's the way it is with prayer. When I pull on the rope that connects me with God, I don't pull God to my way of doing things. I pull myself to His way of doing things. Prayer is the way that I align myself with God's program for my life prayer doesn't change God, prayer changes me.